With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Don't mind us. We're playing through. Here's Froggy, Brian Golf, and Wacker. And we're back for another edition of the Playing Through Podcast. And for the first time, we're all three here together. What's going on, Wacker? It's a miracle. We're all together. Miracle of modern technology. And Brian yeah. Golf, what's up, buddy? Am I even on this podcast anymore? Honestly, <laughs> I don't even remember. <laughs> so we're all back after an amazing weekend. And what did I? I, I know it's a podcast. God, you, you can't two are hear such it. homers. But dude, I got my Tiger hat on today. I got my Tiger shirt. Dude, I am fired up. How about you, Brian Golf? Fired up for Tiger weekend? Are you kidding me? I just like honestly. Put in the bets now. Tiger to win the Masters. It's oh, happening. here we go. Even, here we go. Drive it the way he just drove it at Tory and still win the Masters. Here we Simple go. I'll that. give you the twenty to one odds, and I'll take the one, and I'll look forward to collecting my dollar. Dude, I'm telling you, uh, when you really stop and think about the week that we just had, Wacker, you didn't even think he was going to make the cut. You know, I went with the wise guys. Let, let's look. He had to grind to make the cut. Okay, he, he made did. it on the number. He made so, the cut on the number. He did for sure. And that's and that to me was one of the more positive things. Is that a year ago, two years ago, three years ago? I'm not sure he would have grinded the way he needed to grind on Friday afternoon in the back nine at Tory uh, and put together that performance. Uh, four birdies, I think it was on the backside to make it on the number. And that was a, you know, look, his attitude is greatly improved. He seems to be upbeat. It's in better place. Um, we see it just the way he carries himself. Yeah, and, he's smiling. Yeah. He's smiling on the golf course. And, yeah, yeah. There, there definitely seems to be a little bit of a weight off his shoulders maybe. Um, who knows if that's uh, – look, I'm not going to try to get inside his head. Uh, that would be futile. But who knows if that's the, the health stuff, uh, the personal stuff, all of that. Seems to have relieved itself, but yeah, the fact that he grinded to make the weekend was a very, very positive sign to me. Yeah, he wanted to be there. He wanted to play the weekend, and it, they somebody had asked him. Uh, he said that the driver was not the problem in the old swing and the old when his back was hurting because he could stand up. He said that what hurt the most was putting and chipping because hmm. he had a burning sensation going down his leg both times, and that's why he says his short game is so much better now. I mean, the way he drove the ball on Saturday. If you took everybody else in the field and let Tiger hit his drive and you went and dropped the ball and made everybody else in the field play from where he was, dude, they would have shot over par. He shot two under. I mean, absolutely miraculous what he pulled off on Saturday. Now, how much of the tournament did you get to watch, Brian Golf? I think I saw all, pretty much all of yesterday, and then I saw all the shots 
from Saturday. You know, like I went through DVR and watched all of Saturdays. Um, but definitely didn't get to see too much of Thursday, Friday, except for him grinding to make the cut. That was about it. I stayed in the uh, pro shop there at PGA for a minute and was watching along with everybody else who definitely, you know, wanted to see if Tiger was going to make the cut or not. Pretty awesome that he made it on the number, but I saw enough. I, you know, I saw all I needed to see. I got my Tiger fix and I got enough to believe that, uh, as long as that back holds up, everything else is going to work itself out. Cause that was like a short game clinic he put on from some of those spots. And as far as like the little amount of fairways he hit, it seemed like whenever he hit a fairway, he was scoring. So right. I think that's a really good sign. Yeah, just 17 fairways for the week, which is incredibly low. I think that's the fewest he's hit in his career. Yeah. But the fact that he's able to finish top 25 doing that tells you, um, you know, as Froggy mentioned, short game, very good. Um, other parts of his game. He was putting well. Yeah, putting well. Um, look, Tory is a place that, he knows like the back of his hand. He should. Yeah, aside from that one asshole yes. that had to yell in the back of his stroke, dude, that guy, well, yeah. literally Tiger wanted to go in the crowd and choke that and, guy. And good for the crowd for calling him out, for calling out the, the fan and, and trying to get him uh, identified and, and out of there. But yeah, all all positives. For, look, if I was grading this, I, you know, it's got to be probably That's a B+. my next question. Yeah. That's my next question. So what, okay, we're, we're going to go around here. Wacker, what is your grade and explain why? I, I actually thought of this this morning. Uh, before I came in, I was originally going to say B, but I actually got to give it a B plus. I think the driving issues have to be fixed. There's a two way miss going on there quite a bit over the four days, and you know some of the iron play was was very good. But look, there's uh, a B plus is a pretty darn good grade. I you know because I would say an A plus is winning, right? And A is being in contention, right? And so B plus is sort of the next step there. And and while he was never really in contention, the fact that he shot four rounds under par. Obviously, no health issues that at least that we were on display or that we know of. You know, some rust still to flake off. He's going to need to play better golf if he wants to win a tournament because, you know, that's the other thing. Tiger plays hard golf courses. He doesn't play courses um, that are birdie fests. So he's going to have to clean up the driver. He's going to have to, you know, rely on the short. You can't rely on the short game every week and just find a way to put it together for four days. But certainly, I think. all positives from what we saw. All right, so Brian uh, Golf, what do you give Tiger Woods his weekend, and why? What is your grade? I actually already did my grade on Twitter. I don't know if y'all saw that, but I gave him an A based on expectation. You know, it's like he, he was not supposed to do well. As Wacker was saying, he's not even supposed to make the cut. And next thing you know, here he is. At one point, you could have made a case for him finding his way into contention yesterday. Correct. It, that that fan did the whole, you know, yelling thing, getting the whole, all that. You see his mustache, by the way? He had, like, the most San Diegan, like, you know, <laughs> I think, Tijuana mustache I've ever seen. He deserved to get kicked out just for that, wearing a little Titleist hat and everything. That was the problem. He was on Team Titleist, and Tiger, Tiger, you know, threw shade at Titleist by going TaylorMade and Bridgestone. But my whole thing is, based on expectation, you mean to tell me that, if and I can't believe Wacker gave him a B plus. I thought that was going to be C one hundred percent. I did too. So. I did too. I'm very surprised. I'm very surprised. Pleasantly, but I go yeah. I go with the just the plain A, not an A plus, not an A minus. I give him an A earlier today, and I'm sticking with that simply because the only hole I really saw was the driving, and I think that's going to come and go just like it has his entire career. And when it's on. 
playing Tiger Woods and short game. And you say that, yeah, like the short game is not who's going to be there, but I like that Tiger was saying, hey, this is the first time I've hit out of ryegrass, first time I've put it on Poana Green since last year at this time, right. which obviously was not a good experience. Man, he can't practice the, those conditions. So hopefully, you know, when he gets maybe Florida or on bent grass on some of the courses he's going to play in some of the tournaments he'll play this year, everything will just improve that much more, which is hard to believe. I know he was like top 10 in putting and top 10 in, I think it was like, Strokes game putting was like 16th or something, which is pretty solid. And then, you know, as far as his short game, I think he was, you know, seventh around the green or right. something along those lines. I'm sure it changed by the time I the tournament ended, but when I saw that's what the number was. Honestly, no complaints out of what I saw out of Tiger Woods. Could you imagine if he just would have went the other way on a couple of those holes and just got squeaked in three birdies, right. didn't make that bogey coming down the stretch, and, you know, finished seven under? I mean, it would only been three shots back. Insane. I'm going to give him an A, and I'll tell you why I'm going to give him an A as well, because I think that, once again, the expectations were not to make the cut, just like you said, Brian. But then when I look at the guys he beat, I'm going to read you a list of names right now, and these are not, like, by the way, bad tour players. Patrick Reed, John Rahm, Charlie Hoffman, Phil Mickelson, Brant Snedeker, Billy Horschel, Johnny Vegas, Ricky Fowler, Brian Harmon, Tiger Woods finished in front of every single one of those players on a first week back. Hasn't played in a year. Dude, six months ago, the guy was driving down the road in West Palm Beach and thought he was in Los Angeles. He had spinal fusion. I mean, he has completely turned things around. And in the first week, he exceeded well beyond my expectations. We talked last week on this exact same podcast. and You can go back and listen to it. I said I thought he would make the cut. But I thought he would finish in the mid-50s. I thought he would just hang around the bottom and just get to the weekend. And he got better every day. I knew his score didn't show better yesterday, but the wind blew like hell yesterday. He struck the ball better. He got a little bit better every single day. His first day he shot par, then he shot one under, then he shot two under. And he had it going yesterday, and the guy did scream in his backswing, cost him a shot. He missed another five-footer on another hole. Uh, looked like it hit a spike mark. Ball jumped over a little bit. Uh, and listen, I know those things are going to happen. I'm not making excuses. I just think that for what I thought we could have gotten, I thought we could have got a guy to go out there. Because let's be honest, those fairways, when they show up from the back, those fairways are narrow. Nothing like what he saw in the Bahamas. Not even close. No, and that's where you know I thought he might have some difficulty because what we saw in the Bahamas, sure, he drove it okay for the Bahamas, but those are... There's right at the airport. From, yeah, 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 I, I, I mean, so to me, the thing, again, I go back to how he looked. Um, in terms of physically, mentally, how that permeates down through his golf game. One of the best ways uh, or best lines I heard from the weekend from the AP's Doug Ferguson tweet, and and this is spot on. He said, Tiger is a year older and looks five years younger than last year. And to me, that really summarizes where he's at physically, mentally, and the effect that that's had on his golf. I mean, when he came off the golf course on, I think it was Thursday, he had not played his best golf. He had grinded around, and when he when he stood up there for the interview, he had a smile on his face from ear to ear, and it got better every single day. And even yesterday, when he thought he was going to go low, and to hear him say yesterday, they, they asked him, what was your goal today? And he said, I thought if I could post a 65, maybe I could get into a playoff. 
He's still of the yeah. he's still of the mindset that maybe I can post a sixty five and maybe I can get in. He's still thinking about winning. He's not a guy that's there just thinking about hanging around. Well, by the way, that that would have got him into the playoff. A sixty five <laughs> would have got him in the playoff. Imagine that. And that sixty five, I could go back and give you four or five shots. But it, you know it works both ways. I, sure. I get there was also some other chip shots and some. Ho- he made that long fifty five footer on uh, when he made the turn on Friday that kind of jump started his round and got him going. Because there was a time on Friday when he made the turn on Friday, um, he was in 120th place and had not made a birdie all day, and then made four birdies on the back nine to get himself in on the cut number. That's a different Tiger Woods than what we've seen in years past. We had a guy that would. I don't ever want to accuse. I don't ever want to accuse anybody of faking an injury. But we had a guy who would say, "I'm hurt. I don't want to play anymore." Or he would just mail in the rest of the round and just finish. We're not seeing that anymore. I really truly believe this comeback is different. And I do believe he will win before 2018 is over. I do believe he'll win a golf tournament. Brian, thoughts? I was not kidding when I said he's going to win the Masters. Oh, you, oh okay. Win. Here we go. Yeah. No, now listen. If he, dri- yeah. If, he, hold on, if he drives it straighter. Okay, let's say he comes back to medalist. And you know <laughs> he's going to work. Nobody's going to sure. work harder than this guy is. Nobody. So he's going he's gonna to come back to medalist. He's obviously going to play Riviera. Yep. He's going to play, I'm guessing he'll play the Honda, Honda. Which, which I think PGA National and... Uh, and uh, Another hard golf course. Brian Golf is calling us from there right now. That's a tough golf course. I think harder than Torrey Pines. It can certainly be windier. Right. Uh, although it was windy this week um, right. at Torrey, you certainly get a lot of wind at PGA National. And then Arnold Palmer's course. And we're going to get Bay Hill, which Brian yeah. just played last week, by yeah. the way. So we'll have to ask him about that. Uh, so we're going to get some more rounds. We're at least going to get Riviera, Honda, and Bay Hill out of him. So we're going to get four more rounds. Presumably. Presumably four more rounds. Where we'll get, I think you're going to see the driving will get a little straighter. I think a lot of it is he's swinging as fast as they said his club head speeds up four or five miles per hour from the last time we saw him. I mean, really totally unbelievable. It's not out of the realm that he could contend at Augusta. That place is special to him. He plays very well there. Look, it, it wouldn't shock me, but I, I just think it's too soon. There's still a lot in his game that needs to be cleaned up, as we saw. <laughs> and, you know, doing it over four days, right. um, this, is, this is the first time we've seen him have some consistency over, over, the four, four, right. over the course of four he, days. He didn't have that high day and that really yes. low day. He had It was very consistent. He got a little better each day. I know the score was not better now yesterday. The driver was consistently bad over those four days. Correct. Correct. So that needs to be cleaned up. But uh, now let me ask you this. Not to hammer home, but, but that's a problem. If he drives it like he drove it this weekend, because Brian just played Bay Hill last week. He was there for the PGA show. Stayed at the Bradley house and Bradley putters and all that stuff. If he drives it like he drove it this weekend at Bay Hill, will he have approaches into the green, Brian? For sure, yeah. It's not nearly like looking at Tory on TV and Wacker, you could attest to this more than Froggy or I. I haven't seen tight golf courses. You know, I've seen Florida tight golf courses where the fairway's pretty forgiving, but then there's like houses on the left, houses on the right, you know, sand here, water here, and you have to hit it straight, but the fairways are a little more forgiving. I'm sitting here thinking about Bay Hill, and you know, I probably hit majority of my fairways. I'm not the straightest of hitters. I hit most of my fairways, and the ones I missed, I still had approaches into the greens. And we played the tees just in front of where they were, which I heard isn't that big of a difference from the tips where they're going to play the Bay Hill Invitational. But you could see, like on some holes, where it's going to make a difference, and some holes it's really not. 
Yeah, look, cer- certainly Tory ranks as one of the harder golf courses year after year. Um, up near the top is one of the more difficult courses on tour. Bay Hill, not right. so much. More uh, a lot closer to middle of the pack. Yeah, and you can tell that. I mean, like I played really well. I double bogeyed uh, number fifteen, I think it was, because I went OB. It was the worst swing I made, but I shot two over on the rounds. And you know, I, I honestly thought Bay Hill was going to be really hard. So I've not put up a two over score at the Champ Course at PGA National in the three or four times I've played it. That course is really hard. So comparing, you know, looking at his schedule moving forward, I know why Tiger Woods has won the Bay Hill Invitational five, six, seven times, however many times he's done it, because it's an extremely forgiving golf course that, you know, is on a, on a you know, grass that he's familiar with as far as, you know, putting on Bermuda and hitting out of Bermuda. But Honda Classic, I mean, that's going to be tough for him. Yeah, I, I mean, he's, making he's, the cut at the Honda will be a, a feat, yeah. making the cut, because – but remember, he had that crazy round there a couple of years ago where on Sunday he went crazy low. I think he shot like a 64 or 65 on a Sunday, and he, he missed uh, Rory Birdie at 18 to win by one over Tiger. That was the week before Doral when, uh, when the Doral tournament was still here, when it was still the WGC at Doral. By so the way, he, Tiger's, same thing, though. Tiger's won eight times at Bay Hill, not the shortchange him there brian he's eight oh, times there, there eight you times. go yeah i mean hey he's won there enough wow my whole thing with with the champ is it's not a hard golf course if you put your ball in play right <laughs> you know like that's that's it right uh you know it, it, the wind makes it difficult obviously uh, the bear trap really is a big deal but uh he's got riviera next the genesis open and that course he has not played well at for some reason you would think that he would i still think and whacker tell me if i'm wrong I think it's a little more forgiving than Tory. As you were saying, Tory's probably one of the least forgiving golf courses. So, you know, if the driving is just tightened up a little bit, see, fifty his goal should be to hit 50% of his fairways in the next tournament, and that's it. Right. 50% would be a huge, uh, you know, uptick from where we were. I mean, you got to remember, he hit, I think, eight on – Eight on uh, Friday. He hit three Saturday, uh, three Friday, three Saturday, three Sunday. I mean, Thursday was the best driving day. Outside of that, he hit nine fairways for the last fifty-four holes. So we've definitely got to get the driving cleaned up. Now I'll tell you, if he drives it at the Honda, like he drove it at the at Tory at the Farmers Insurance, we're definitely going to he, he's he's going to he's going to have a rough go at it. But yeah, I think the driving, yeah, I think the driving will get better. I think he's going to work on it. And he even said yesterday, he said it's not the driver. He said it's his feels. He said he just has completely different feels trying to get in there. I think it was just uh, an excuse for him to say feels and shape and trash. <laughs> yeah. Shape and trash on Thursday. I think it was just an excuse for him to sound extremely cool, like a millennial. Yeah, and don't forget glutes. Make make, make sure your glutes are activated. Tiger, then, then things need to get activated. Yeah, look, Tiger loves his feels, loves his trash. He he loves all of that, all the, all the Tigerisms. <laughs> but we're yeah, back. that's how you know he's back is when he starts breaking out the Tigerisms. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We'll go around real quick. Yes or no, Wacker? Was it a successful week? Yes. Uh, Brian Golf, successful week. Yes. I agree with both of you. A successful week. We see him again at Riviera. First time since 2006, I believe. Uh, as Brian said, not a great history there, but, um, you know, on we go. What is a successful week at Riviera for Tiger Woods, Wacker? I'd say similar to what he did this week. I would say maybe clean up the driver a little bit, finish somewhere in that top 25, top 35, somewhere in that ballpark um, is probably a, a, quote, successful week. But to me, it's, it's, it's hard. You get this question all the time, and it – 
looking at it in a vacuum is difficult to do because this is this is a long process. So uh, I, I think making the cut, it's uh, you start again with making the cut. If you can do that, then it's about positioning. You know, I've actually talked to players about this, where the tournament really doesn't start until until Saturday, Sunday for a lot of the top players, where it's all about the positioning Thursday, Friday. Just don't shoot yourself out of the tournament. You hear it all the time. And so for Tiger, it's about positioning, making sure he doesn't have any blow-up holes, blow-up rounds those first couple of days. Get to the weekend, then you can maybe make a little move up the leaderboard. Um, you know, we saw it this weekend finishing in the top 25. If he can get somewhere in that ballpark at Riviera, again, successful week. Uh, Brian Golf, what is a successful week at Riviera for Tiger Woods? I'd say much as Wacker said, much of the same, but, you know, I, I like to think that you got to bump up your expectation a touch. You know, if he made the cut at Torrey in his first tournament, regardless of his history at, at the Riv, he's at least familiar with the golf course, you got to assume that he's going to make the cut. Like, you just go, all right, he's going to make the cut. He just made the cut at Torrey with his first tournament back. All the nerves and everything, the pressure that comes along with that. I don't think he was grinding because it was his first tournament back. I think he's grinding because he has a lot to prove not just to himself but to everyone. I think he really does want to shut everybody up and show these kiddos on tour what it's like to play against Tiger Woods and see that name hop up on the leaderboard. If it wasn't for a late bogey, he would have top 20 in uh, the farmer's insurance. So I'm going to say he needs to get incrementally better. He needs to get a top 20. He needs to show signs of greatness in a sense of I want to see him string a nine together with no bogeys, you know, like get a couple birds in there and have a clean card. Wow. That's for me, that's the next thing I want to see is I just, I only want to see nine holes clean. It's going to take a little bit of better driving, obviously. Wow. That's definitely given the, uh, given the old, uh, putting some uh, expectations on him. Yeah. I, I mean, it's Tiger Woods and the guy's already shown us real quick. He's still Tiger Woods. You know, there's a lot of Tiger left in him. Yo, I absolutely think there like, is. He hit it like 358 yesterday. It was his longest measured drive in something like three or four years. Or, yeah, you know, it was, it was like it was 900 days. He hadn't made a cut it. in 888 days. I mean, really, it really was a successful week. I'm going to go with both of you. I think a successful week is uh, obviously making the cut, uh, playing well, cleaning up the driving, hitting. I'm going to go. I'm going to go as low as hitting just 50 percent of his fairways. If he can hit half of his fairways, I think it is a successful week. And I'm going to be honest with you, I think it happens. I think he gets better. I think he got a taste of it again. I think he loved it. You could see it in his walk. You could see it in his smile on his face, the way he acted after the rounds. And what was so encouraging was Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, after each round, guess where he was when the round was over? Back on the range, working on his golf swing. He was not able to do that before. And that is simply encouraging. Agree. Agree. Yeah. I actually like seeing the videos and the pictures, you know. Like, I like following Tiger Tracker and TW Spot. On oh, Instagram. hold on. Actually, By the way, so I do want to mention that. There's this. Uh, there's an account on Twitter, at TW Spot, which may be the greatest follow ever if you're a Tiger fan. This guy mm-hmm. is a hard, he's a hardcore Tiger fan than I am, if you believe that's possible. He sure. gets jacked well, up when Tiger starts playing well. It's fabulous. Mm-hmm. And his Instagram is really good. You got It's funny, I've been following his Instagram for so long. That when Tiger was on the bench, not playing, you were still getting updates on him, and you were still getting this this guy's pers- this fan's perspective. I bet we could get him on the podcast. I mean, it'd be hilarious to get him on and have him talk. Like, what what did you do to start this, and how do you get all the information? But he's just built it up to the point where 
everybody just feeds him yeah. like Tim Rosaport, you know, out there at Metalist. Like everybody feeds him this information. It's like, who is your source, dude? Yeah, some guy. It probably is Tim Rosaport. It's probably Wacker. Well, he and said he yesterday just, you know, he's gonna be at the Honda. Closet. Oh, great! See, that'd be huge. So, uh, you know, with all that being said, I go, hey, we need to get this guy on. But he's impressive with that on Instagram and his pictures and videos of Tiger on the range before and after his round. Like when I saw Tiger in his Sunday black and red with a black vest, and you could only see the red sleeves, man, it took me back. Like seeing Tiger on the range grinding like that, I love it. I'm so excited for this season for Tiger Woods. Cool deal. Well, thank you guys for uh, for tuning in. So there we go. Tiger is back. It feels like all is right with the golf world again. It really does. It feels like things are kind of getting back to normal again. So we'll find out uh, – how he does when we get to Riviera in a couple weeks. Thanks for listening. I think you've had enough. Playing through. No. Now you've had enough. With Froggy, Bryant, Golf, and Wacker. Bitch. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.